video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Anthony Shelton. You join the chat at Spreaker.com. That's speaker with an R after the P. Give me your thoughts on anything gaming related. Give me something I can react to. You can hit me up on Skype, Progress Bar Radio. You can also hit me up on speakpipe.com slash progress bar. You can leave me a voicemail there. It is uh, Wednesday, January 20th. This month is almost over already. The new year just started. I just realized, like, it's almost over. Just getting it started. I don't think it's weird how time changes as you get older, right? Like when you're a kid and you were sat on timeout, 10 minutes felt like 45 minutes. And then as you get older, 45 minutes feels like five minutes. It's crazy how our perception of time changes as we get older. Now things just feel faster all of a sudden. It's crazy. So. How many digital games do you buy a month on consoles specifically? For the first time, I bought digital games last month in December. I bought Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. You know how I feel about that. I bought that because Elzora wanted me to play it and have a discussion about it. And then I bought Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation 4. That game was on sale when they made their whole Final Fantasy VII announcement. My brother bought me Splatoon on the Wii U, and then, of course, I download Xbox Live Gold games and PlayStation Plus games when those are free. But for the most part, I don't spend money on digital games. I've only done it twice, and that was last month for the first time, ever since digital games have come out on consoles. On PC, it's all digital at this point, so I'm not counting PC, but specifically on consoles, twice. I'm not a big digital fan yet. Like, I, 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 I get it. I can see the convenience, but I don't think it's there yet. Uh, Capcom thinks a mostly digital future is very near. Now, you've seen the success with Capcom's game. The last two games that they put out, one was a Resident Evil game. I think it was Revelations 2. And... I'm not sure what the other one was, but the last two games sold very well digitally for Capcom. At least that's what Capcom says. They sold very well. Much better presence. And the other one, I think the Resident Evil one was digital only anyway, so they already had that advantage. But still, the fact that it was digital didn't deter people from buying the game. They bought it anyway. So there's that of it. I mean, it's the same thing as uh, Out of the Shadows, right? The game can only be bought digitally. So if you want it, you got to buy it digitally, right? But with that said, I mean, Capcom thinks now the digital future is bright. And it's right now. And I don't think that's the case. I think there's room for retail and digital. I think there's parity there. GameStop still had strong retail sales. This past holiday, sales were down because of digital. 
but they were still strong. People still went in there. I went to go buy Rainbow Six Siege at GameStop, and the line was long. Why? People were buying games. They were buying discs. Retail ain't going anywhere yet. And I think another problem is with digital, we don't know what to do with digital games yet. Welcome to the chat, Steven Jaeger. Steven says, Street Fighter V, I'm getting digital because the collector's edition was sold out. Ain't that interesting? You buy digital because a physical version is sold out. So dedicated to a version, a collector's edition, willing to go buy the digital version. Fascinating. People's reasons for buying digital, very different. But see, the problem with digital games at this point is we don't know what to do with them. Games on your 360 or PS3, they can't go anywhere. If it wasn't for Microsoft saying, all right, we got this Xbox Live service, we could transfer games from your 360 to your Xbox One. If Microsoft hadn't done that, all of your digital games you bought on the 360, whether it was games for gold or just games you bought, They'd be stuck there on your 360. So guess what? If you want to play those games, you can't get rid of your console because they're stuck there. You can, obviously, you can't lend your hard drive to somebody because then you won't be able to play your game. You can't trade it in if you want to get some money back at all. Same with your PS3. They're stuck there. You can't do anything with it. Same for the Wii U. And currently, really... For the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 at the moment. Because we don't know what the digital future with these consoles will look like later. Now Capcom says people spend their time watching digital movies and TV shows and reading digital books. Yes, that's true. But they're looking at it. Come on, Capcom. I mean, Think about Netflix. You can watch Netflix anywhere. You can watch it on your tablet. You can watch it on your TV. You can watch Netflix on your smartphone. Watch it on your consoles. Watch it on a smart TV. You can watch Netflix darn near anywhere. About the only place that's missing is your refrigerator and your microwave at this point. Hulu is pretty much the same way, right? And then as far as digital books, smartphone, tablet, PC, I mean, that could be taken anywhere also. Your digital games, stuck. And then music is the most mobile of them all, right? You could put it on a CD. You could transfer it to your smartphone or tablet. You can listen from your PC. Depending on the version, you can listen on your iPod. You can listen on your MP3 player. If it can't work on your uh, MP3 player, you could usually um, convert it to be able to work on your MP3 player. I mean... Everything, pretty much. Games? You're stuck. It's not like you could play Black Ops 3 on your Xbox One, and then if you feel like using a PlayStation 4 controller, transfer it over to your PlayStation 4. Nope, can't do that. But Capcom thinks we're ready for this digital future. Now, they're preparing themselves because digital is growing. Digital is the future. But I don't think retail is going anywhere. I think Capcom might be putting a little bit too much stock in it. Now, for their business, 
It might be smart, maybe. But I don't know if it's the wisest thing if they're thinking about making all of their games digital only. I don't know if that's wise. I can't imagine people would fly with that. I mean, would you fly with that? Let's just say, imagine your favorite developer, your favorite publisher, they started putting out all of their games digitally. Would you fly with that? Progress Bar Radio, hit me up. I just don't think we're ready for a digital future yet. I think there's room for parity. We're already there, pretty much. Xbox is sell- Microsoft is selling their games digitally and retail. Same with Sony. And PC, obviously, it's already all digital. But as far as console gamers go, I don't think we're there yet. It's good to have options. And I think it's good to have digital. I think it's good to have retail. But we're not ready for a mostly digital future at this point. Alright, this song is called The Devil's Trick by Austin Winter. You can find this on the Monaco What's Yours Is Mine soundtrack available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
This is Progress Bar Radio. My name is Anthony Shelton. Some serious piano playing right there. The song is The Devil's Trick by Austin Wintery. You can find that on Monaco, What's Yours is Mine soundtrack, available on Bandcamp. So, someone left Crystal Dynamics, uh, the ones who just put out Rise of the Tomb Raider, and they left for Infinity Ward, who are the Call of Duty guys, right? The original guys. Now, people are saying it's a waste of talent, and why would you go work for a deadbeat franchise, right? People are saying stuff like that because you know, Crystal Dynamics, they've done a pretty good job with Tomb Raider. The first one was pretty good. Heard Rise of the Tomb Raider was even better. It's in my Gamefly queue. At some point, I will play it. Uh, And obviously, you know, Infinity Ward wasn't on their A game with Call of Duty Ghosts, right? They are the guys who, well, not these particular guys anymore, but the studio did bring you the Modern Warfare franchise, right? So, and now, of course, Call of Duty, it's easy to hate on. It's played out. But it's still popular. But it's an easy target to hate. I feel like we don't give franchises or developers credit when it's due. And remember Call of Duty Ghosts? Remember how bad that game was? It was a really, really bad Call of Duty game. Like, it was unexplainably bad. Especially for the pedigree Infinity Ward had. Infinity Ward can't make that game again. Like, they cannot afford to make another bad Call of Duty game. I can imagine Activision saying, That's the second time, guys. Might have to cut you. Close you down. I'm just saying, Sledgehammer, their first try, better than Infinity Ward's. Treyarch, I would say, is the leading Call of Duty studio at this point. Infinity Ward can't really afford to make mistakes again. Not like that. Not in my opinion. The way I see it. Because Activision's trying to keep their money up with the Call of Duty franchise. It's coming out every year. You're getting three years to make a game. I don't think Activision is cutting a lot of slack. Ghost did okay, sales-wise. But it's Infinity Ward's turn. Hmm... They can't mess it up. So how do you do that? You hire good talent, right? Guy at Crystal Dynamics is like, okay, I'm kind of done here. Infinity Ward offers him a job. Boom. It's not a waste of talent. It's actually a good use of your talent. When When you're going to a studio that's hurting, that's not developing the best that they can, you are there to help make it better. That's not a waste of talent. And Call of Duty certainly isn't a deadbeat franchise. It sells millions every year. Can't call that deadbeat. Millions of people love the game. They play it all the time. You might not think it's good. I don't particularly think it's the best thing ever. But I can't deny people like it. It plays extremely well. That's that's for sure. But a guy leaves Crystal Dynamics, which is doing well, to go to Infinity Ward. Hey, kudos to Infinity Ward. They're actually trying to make changes. They want to make a better game. 
So shouldn't they hire better talent? That seems like one-to-one logic to me. Two plus two always equals four. I'm just saying. You gotta... Come on. Let's look at the full picture. I know haters gonna hate. I get it. But man, games are supposed to be fun. I know we can, we, we criticize a lot on this show too, but jeez. Come on now. We want games to be good. I want the next Call of Duty to be good. I do. I, I'm not a super fan of the franchise. I think it plays well. I think Ghost sucked. Not a huge fan of Treyarch's campaigns, but I would like the games to be good. If I'm going to spend time playing it, if anybody's going to spend money on it, you would want it to be good, so why not root for it? Infinity Ward's trying to make up for their mistake and hire better talent so they can put out a better game. Let's give credit where credit is due. Good job, Infinity Ward. You have a slow clap from me. Now, if you come out with a crappy game, you will hear it from me. That is for sure. Alright, this song is Salamander. This is by Ben Prunty. You can find it on the Gravity Ghost soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Salamander by Ben Prunty. It's on the Gravity Ghost soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. This song is called Time Warp. It's a Chrono Cross remix created by a variety of artists. Lots of artists on this one. It's a good one. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Time Warp Chrono Cross Remix. That is available at ocremix.org. Reading the chat. I don't understand your comment. It's in the moment. Gotta keep talking. Alright, that'll do it for today. What I do know <laughs> is that I will be on tomorrow. That is for sure. I have nothing planned in the morning. So I will be on. That's right. And I will be on at 10 a.m. Pacific time. I am live Monday through Friday. As Jaeger pointed out in the chat, check my Twitter feed to see exactly what time I'll be on. But most times it, it is 10 a.m. Pacific time. But I will let you know when it is not. So thanks for listening. Thank you for joining the chat. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Later. Later.